0: The mystery surrounding the deaths of at least 58 people is deepening tonight after the release of new autopsy results following last week's Lunar Scare. Dozens of frantic 911 calls started flooding in at record levels Saturday night. Residents were reporting strange and erratic behaviors from friends and loved ones who subsequently met their tragic deaths after hearing supposed emergency alert messages both warning against and encouraging residents to look up at the night sky. Investigators responded to multiple locations throughout the area only to find those victims dead with no clear reason as to how or why. Local coroner Dr. Marvin Knox claims there are some similarities between the victims from last week's tragedy. There were no indications of any external traumas or any indication of foul play on the bodies of these individuals. Meanwhile, police are focusing on the questionable emergency alert messages that aired on local media outlets like the radio station. WVOA, the voice of Aglo. Authorities want to talk to the station's general manager, identified as Timothy Brosden, to try to find out who is exactly responsible for these frightening messages. Investigators stress that Brosden is not under criminal investigation. WVOA's assistant general manager, Lucy Huang, told reporters Brosden had gone away on vacation and could not be reached for comment at this time. Autopsies are still underway at Roscoe Medical Center. However, officials say it could take up to several weeks to fully understand what exactly killed 58 Aglo residents. Reporting from the Roscoe Medical Center, I'm Rita Mortis, Aglo Local 13 News.
1: Get ready to get Under the Covers tonight with your favorite girls. I'm Amber. And I'm Heather. And you're listening to Under Under the the covers. Covers. And welcome back to Under the Covers. If you're just joining us, we spent the last hour talking with psychologist Dr. Harold Fitzgerald on dealing with trauma and sudden death. We thank him for coming on the show on such short notice. We also appreciate your calls about how you were impacted by the Lunar Scare, and before we start the next hour of our show, we once again give our condolences to the victims of last week's incident. From all of us here at Under the Covers, our heart goes out to the residents in the town of Aglo. We're here for you, Aglo, so please call in. We're here to talk. Give us a ring at 205-555-0125. Now let's get this party started, because we know what you're here for. Hit me with that topic, Heather. Heather? Since life's been kind of like a horror story lately, we're gonna deal with sex horror stories. As if my sex life ain't a horror story already. Especially after last week. Amber, that's insensitive. What? As if it ain't true with half the town dead. A girl's been having a dry spell. Dude, I get it. Moon's haunted. Isn't the moon gone? Yeah, it's... It's gone. I mean, first it was this big, white murder machine in the sky, and then it just disappeared. No one knows where it went. And speaking of horror stories, do you have a sex horror story of your own that you want to share? It's true what they say about knowledge being power, after all. So help us all out and give us a ring at 202-555-0125. And stick with us later in the show to hear from sex therapist Dr. Laura Grum about how aromatherapy can help you in the bedroom. In the meantime, I think I have just the horror story to put us into the mood. Ooh, all right, go for it. So... Picture this. Me and this big and tall Italian guy. Sweet boy, but kind of, eh, you know? Not gifted down there. Anyway, so we were in the parking lot of this diner just about to go at it, and I'm sitting in his lap in the back seat, and bless his heart, he just got so damn thrilled that he launched me to the roof of his car, and I got stuck between the roof and the wheel. (laughs) Nice. Mission control, we have liftoff. I mean, if concussions are your kink, that's one thing, but for me, not so much. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I can get why people would want to try to have sex in their cars. It's exciting because there's always the thrill of getting caught, and people in TV shows and movies do it too, right? It's everywhere. So that really glamorizes the whole idea of it, when in reality, it's not as romantic as it seems. Not to mention it's a serial killer's favorite doggy bag. Ever heard of the Zodiac Killer? or the Texarkana Moonlight murders. All couples in cars. You're kidding. That's messed up. Yet another reason why you should hang and bang indoors. On that note, looks like we got a collar, girly. Indeed, we too. Looks like all of our lines are lit, as a matter of fact. Let's head on over to line three. You're live on Under the Covers.
2: Hey, guys, how are you? So I remember this one time, my ex and I were trying to hook up during freshman year of college, and we were doing it in an abandoned parking lot on campus. (laughs) so long story short, we had to get the hell out of there because security came, so we had to book it all while being naked and terrified.
1: No! Talk about naked and afraid. Aw, man, we're sorry to hear about that. Hey, best of luck to you in all your future sexual endeavors. Okay, line five, you're live on under the covers.
3: Yeah, hi. I wanted to talk for a second about the looter incident that happened last week. I know I keep calling you guys and anyone else I can think of, but I have a new interesting theory if you can just hear me out. Oh. Uh...
1: Milton, first of all, buddy, you've had your chance to talk to us about this many, many times. And secondly, this is not really what we're discussing right now, so please do us a favor and find someone else to nag about whatever crazy conspiracy theory you've cooked up this time, all right? Can you
3: maybe do that? Look, I know what's been happening around here, okay? I've always known that there are things out there, secrets, dangerous secrets, that no man, woman, or anybody else could have ever imagined. And now, after that whole moon thing, they have finally surfaced up right in our own town. It's obvious that Aglo definitely has this secret dark side to it. Notice how— Yeah,
1: look, man, we've been nice, we took pity on you and listened, but now it's time to stop calling us, Okay. Okay, bye-bye now.
3: The local government in this town is doing nothing to address that. You hear me? Nothing. Just, oh, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone, but they don't care about anyone that's been affected. It's obvious now that these people are in cahoots with... and brainwashing people with the help of their...
1: Thank God that's over. I can't stand him. Really? I always thought you liked the nerdy types. Ugh, boo. You know how I feel about overblown, unrealistic nerd stereotypes. Line 8, you're live on Under the Covers. Zombie space
3: eldritch moon cult.
1: Stop calling us, you walking punchline. No worries, buddy. I got the next one. Oh, line ten. You're alive.
4: Hey guys, long time listener, first time caller. So here is my horrific sex story. I was dating this girl from my freshman year of college, and she had read somewhere that oysters were an aphrodisiac little did she know i had a bad shellfish allergy so i went to her place and those oysters had apparently really put her in the mood when she went down on me she had my head in heaven unfortunately later when i got back to my place my kitty wasn't as happy as i was i was burning and itching so bad i was like a cat to a scratching post. So, I called her up, choked up from crying, and asked her what the hell had happened. when she. And when she explained how she got in the mood thanks to those oysters, I ran as fast as I could to grab my EpiPen, but thanks to the burning, I had to crab walk down these steps as ungracefully as possible. Worst part? was my mom was asleep upstairs. So I couldn't make a sound, because if I woke her, there wouldn't really be an easy way to explain that I was nearly dying from getting head from my brain-dead girlfriend.
1: You know, allergies can be a really crucial thing to discuss when getting intimate. Oh, hell yeah. If the doctor says not to breathe it in or put it on your skin or in your mouth, then that definitely applies to the groin area as well. Latex is a pretty common one, so I've heard. And, whoa shits and everything. Gloves, band-aids, condoms, toys. My heart goes out to those poor fuckers who can't touch any of that. So, true story, I actually have a latex allergy. Right. But I didn't know that at the time when I had first started experimenting with myself, trying to figure out what felt good during the start of my teenage years, I one day had the clever idea of using the rubber-like plastic spatulas that my mom had in the kitchen. Obviously, I wasn't old enough to buy my own sex toy, and Amazon wasn't really selling anything other than books at the time, so it seemed like a perfect alternative until i started using it and found out how much swelling i got myself into uh, needless to say uh, panicking was done that day until i found some answers in benadryl ouch well better learn early rather than later am i right line seven you're coming in hot so this one time there was this guy that i was trying to get with you know and we didn't even realize it at the time but his dog had walked into the room oh hey at least it wasn't his dad <sighs> Yeah, right? i oh, yeah. so thankful for that. Um, anyways, so at the time we didn't even know that she was there and all of a sudden someone is licking <laughs> my ass. And I thought, okay, it's just my boyfriend and it was low-key hot, so I just went along with it. It wasn't until like five seconds later that I realized it wasn't even his tongue,
4: but his fucking dog's.
1: Oh God, no! Oh, ew! Well, guess you'll need peanut butter to make that magic happen. (laughs) Take care. Line one, are you the one for me, baby? Hi.
2: So, I used to date this guy when he still used to live with his parents. Whenever we had sex, it would be very loud to the point where we would straight up scream. We found out that the neighbors had moved away and they yelled at his mom because their small daughter was terrified of the noises, saying that there were ghosts next door and they were
4: trying to kill her.
1: I mean, if I heard any noises like that, I'd be scared too. I think
4: scarred is the better word. Hey, how old was the kid? I guess I would say definitely young enough to not know what was happening. So, maybe three or
2: four. But yeah, so this lady is screaming at his mom about this, which immediately gave her the clue that we were having some very, very loud sex.
4: So, since then, my man and I had to change locations to avoid future embarrassment.
1: I mean, hey, if you got neighbors that are either just really crappy in general or complain about your noise, you can always get louder to intimidate them into leaving. Not that we encourage that at all. We don't want people going to jail. Oh no, of course not. Just don't get caught. I mean... Caught up in the moon before it just took all those folks and went. Hey, Amber? <laughs> Spookier than these stories, ain't it? Imagine... Coming home to your sweetheart after a long night and finding them on the lawn. Their face so pale that it's almost white. Bleeding out of their ears. Amber? Are you okay? Okay? (laughs) Of course I'm okay. Told you I was having a dry spell after last week and well. Amber, you didn't tell me. Do you want to go off air and talk about this? We can put on a best-of show and- Forget it. Look. The line's on fire right now. Line two, we're here for you. I'm not dropping this.
2: I have a story that I'd like to share with everyone tonight. It starts off as a night just like any other, with a couple no different from anyone else. This night was special because it was date night, and they were so excited to see each other and spend some special alone time together.
1: Ooh. Some foreplay always sounds good. Go on, sir.
2: So this young man picks up his lady in his black Hyundai Genesis. He's wearing his best button-up shirt and pants. And she wore a lovely white dress with a floral print that spread across the fabric, much like how vines attach themselves to a garden wall. And together they go have dinner at the local diner, not too far away from the highway. There they talk and eat and laugh with each other, making up for lost time because they don't get to see each other that often. He feeds her a french fry, and she lets him take a bite out of her ice cream, both feeling so happy and so in love, as if nothing could ever come between them. After their meal, he suggests they go for an evening drive.
0: Okay.
2: So they get into his car and speed off into the night. They have the windows down and the radio playing some popular pop song. He has one arm on the steering wheel, the other around her waist, and she leans into him. Watching the lights from the town growing smaller and smaller the further they move away, until they fade away completely and only lights she sees are from the headlights of his car. They keep driving further away, with each mile taking them deeper and deeper into the darkness.
1: So are they going to screw or what? Shh! Maybe it gets better. I want to hear. Oh, uh, sorry, man. Uh, Please continue.
2: As I was saying, the couple traveled farther away from the prying eyes until they turned onto a dirt road that went off into the woods. After a few minutes, they soon found themselves in a clearing with the stars hanging overhead in the night sky and a beautiful crescent moon to go with it. Mesmerized by the scenery, they decide to stop for a while and take it all in. The warm summer wind blowing gently through their still-open windows, caressing the young lady's hair, causing some of it to partially obscure her face. Her lover gently brushes the offending strands away from her beautiful face, tucking them behind her ear and cups his hand on her cheek. They both stare lovingly at each other before he leans in and gives her a passionate kiss. The two then embrace, not wanting to let the other go, releasing all of their inhibitions and fears and letting tonight just be about them and no one else. Not worrying about the windows that were still open or the doors that he forgot to lock. Not that either of those things mattered, at least for the moment. But at that time, all was right in the world. They were safe and happy with each other, and they will always be, together, forever.
1: Well, that's a nice little story you got there, but we have other callers to get to, so we're going to have to let if you- you
2: happen to take a little ride down Fuller Road, take a slightly overgrown dirt road near Merrill's Farm, towards Cherry Ridge Forest, you can still find them holding each other in the black Hyundai Genesis. Why are they still there? Well, that is because there was, unfortunately, a murder. No. Double murder. I know this because I killed those kids less than a year ago.
4: I'm sorry,
1: what?!
2: Goodbye.
1: Okay, so... That was a thing that happened. Uh, Guys, we're really sorry about this. Perhaps we should have been more specific when we asked to hear some sex horror stories or... Wait, what are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? I'm going to give this guy a piece of my mind. If he thinks he can just come on our show and scare us while he has another thing coming, I swear. If this is Milton thinking he can just be funny with us, oh, he will have hell to pay.
3: We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again.
1: Okay, I think that's our cue to stop calling and give up. What do you think, Amber? I'm sorry. You're right. We can't just keep chasing guys who clearly don't deserve the attention. I I just got angry. Everyone's hurt and on edge, especially you. Tonight was supposed to be a night where we could just swap funny stories and help each other move on. You know, crap happens. Not everything goes as you would expect it to be, whether that's in life, sex, or even a call-in radio show. I really appreciate you trying to help, and it sucks that there are assholes out there that want to screw with everyone. But we gotta just keep going and not let those mood killers bog us down. Hey, do you remember what that one homeless lady screamed at us that one time? What does eating ass, sucking a dick, and selling drugs have to do with this? No, 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 the other thing. The other thing? Oh! Oh, the other thing! <clears throat> Dicks don't stay hard forever, and neither does life. Exactly. This whole thing will blow over and everything will eventually go back to normal. No stress. But, how are you? I mean, you just lost your latest lover. They really seemed like they were going to be the one. I should be comforting you, and yet it's the complete opposite. Are you going to be okay? Okay. I think after a few drinks and some time, I could be on the way to becoming okay. You know you can always come to me for anything, right? Actually, can I maybe move back in with you? My partner kind of died and left me nothing. Of course. Doors always open for you. Thank you. Oh, right! We're still taking goals. I-, I think we can just take one more and then go to commercial. What do you say? Sure, why not? Ahem. <clears throat> Line two, You are on under the covers.
3: <coughs> Hello?
2: Uh, uh, Read it. Oh, <laughs> the paper. Uh.
3: Hi there, guys. No. <laughs>
2: oh.
3: Correctly. oh. oh. Uh, gre- greetings, Amber and Heather. It's, it's your friend Milton. My 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 new friend and I were listening to your show, and and he thought of another story that he's just dying to share with you and your listeners, but. Sometimes a good story is better to be shared in person than on the phone. Just thought I'd let you know that we're coming over to do just that. At this point, you have two options. You could either let us in or chat with you two with no police of of all. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, oh, this is... This is too horrible. I, I get. I can't. I can't. Keep going. Uh, uh, or, or you could hang up and and call the police, and my friend here will have no choice but to, but but to, but to blow chunks of my brain and other parts of my body all over the parking lot of your station and come inside anyway. And I know you don't want to have even more blood on your hands, now do you? But I'm sure you wouldn't want it going anywhere else, either. We're less than two minutes away. The, the choice is yours. See you ladies soon. Goodbye for now.
1: Cute. Very creative, Milton. That performance would have almost gotten you an Oscar. Yes, seriously. Still, I just... uh, well, well, I don't know. Did that... any of that feel off to you at all? Aside from even more bitching and moaning than usual? No. Why? Don't tell me you're starting to believe him. What? No, absolutely not. I just feel concerned. That's all. You absolutely shouldn't be. He's a nut! And crazy guys like that only want one thing and one thing only, and that's attention and getting laid. Alright, that's two things, but still, bottom line, we're not going to get wrapped up in or fall for Milton's or anyone else's BS anymore. Let's just move on and do our show. Coming up with us in the next hour, we'll have Dr. Laura Grum on with us live in studio to talk about how aromatherapy can help enhance your sex life. Uh, no, actually, she's not going to be uh live in studio with us. Huh? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, she texted me earlier saying how she wasn't going to be able to get a ride over, but she was fine with just doing a phoner instead. Uh, sorry, I knew I was forgetting to tell you something earlier. Ah, well, thanks for the memo, but wait. If she's not coming here, then who's that pulling into the parking lot? I don't know. Probably someone who just wanted to turn around and... Nope, no, they're parking. Okay, then. Hey, Heather, is that... Milton? Milton? Hey, look, there's someone with him. It's another guy. He's dragging this poor dork across the parking lot in one hand, and in the other hand, there's a... Oh, no. Is that a gun? No. It's a new type of dildo. Fuck yes! That's a fucking gun! Damn it! What do we do? We can't just let him in! But if we don't, we could have another death on our hands. Oh, so does that mean we get to sacrifice ourselves for the sake of one idiot to welcome in a Zodiac Killer knockoff into our studio who, may remind you, could kill us? Look, if you have another better idea of how we can get out of this alive, I would love to hear your input. I can't! You know I can't think straight when I'm under pressure. <sighs> of course. Good to know I can rely on you during a crisis. Look, it doesn't matter. Did you at least lock the door? What? No! We're in the middle of nowhere! Why would I need to- Hello!
3: Uh, come in. Oh my god, you guys. You have no idea how glad I am to see you.
1: Shut Shut up! up! Okay. Listeners, it appears as though Milton was actually right- There's definitely a man with what appears to be a ghost mask in our studio right now holding a gun to his head.
2: This is a nice setup you got here. You do well for yourself, ladies.
1: (laughs) Oh, thanks. We get local funding. It's not much, but we get by, so... Yeah.
2: I see. So why don't we sit down, have a nice chat? I'm sure your audience is eager to hear what your special guest has got to say.
1: No. I don't think the network would want us to provide our platform to stickers like that guy.
3: Just do what he wants, please. I've got my mother at home. (laughs) (sighs) So, uh,
1: why don't we sit a spell then? How are you doing, Mr. Uh, Big Guy? Mr. Murderer, sir?
2: I go by Eros, actually. God of passionate love and sex.
1: So you're a romantic... I'm curious, what exactly led you to take on such a moniker?
2: Glad you asked, actually. Eros, in accordance to Freudian psychology, is libidinal energy, or instinct. And I guess I'm just one to act on my... instinct.
3: Killer instinct, you might say? Haha, <laughs> that's a good one. Quiet. Hey, it's a free country. Sure, but who has the gun? Fair point, fair point, very fair point. As I was saying...
2: I like to act on my instincts. They are sudden. They are... overpowering. And like the arrows of mythology, it is my nature to let my arrow fly and see who it strikes.
1: Your arrow being your gun?
2: (laughs) In a way, yes. I believe violence is a good way to bring us together. Think of vigils we hold for those who have been tragically taken from us. Think of the intimacy of headstones sitting side by side. Then, on a wider scale, humanity weeps for those lost to their own brutality. The world rises up in protest against the world's own taste for blood. I just quench that taste the best way I can. By letting lovers rot together for eternity.
1: I see. Very well spoken, are we? Well, I've got a follow-up question for you Eros, baby. Why'd you pick the most painfully single nerd in town to bait us with? It's not very fetch for a budding serial killer to break their form.
2: That's because I'm not, actually.
1: Oh? Care to elaborate on that?
2: Milton here actually has a little secret he's been keeping from you lovely, lovely ladies. Don't you, Milton?
3: Darn it. Do I have to?
2: Milton Newman, I personally find you endearing. Perhaps in another life. But Milton has eyes for someone else. Actually that's someone else is in this room. God
3: damn it, just 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 kill me already.
2: Shall I announce to your listeners who that someone is?
3: JUST SHUT UP!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh! So now it's okay to throw chairs, is it? Not helping Amber. He almost shot my head off! Jesus crackers, he almost killed me.
3: Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the gun? Guys, where's the gun?
1: We've had enough of you, Eros. Oh, damn! You think you're such hot shit. I've got the gun aimed right at your shitty masked face, and I hit the panic button long before you showed up. So the police are already on their way. It's over, Eros. There's no way out for you.
2: It seems like this interview has suddenly come to a close. A shame. I really like speaking with you, Amber. I think you really... get me. But I can tell when I'm not wanted. You ladies have a good evening.
3: Goodbye. Holy fuck, sticks! Did that guy just jump out the freaking window?
1: All right, guys. I've I finally put down the gun, and our guest has taken an untimely exit out our studio window. I'm sure Hal won't mind taking in another dick bag like that. Heather. He's gone. There's nothing down there. What? No way. That's at least a ten-foot drop. That fall should have broken a leg or... Or maybe not. Covers is a Fear and Delight production produced by Amira Iftikar and Celia Earl. The voices of this episode are Heather, played by Celia Earle, Amber, played by Amira Iftikar, Milton, played by Bradley Clark, Eros, played by Kevin O'Keefe, Rita Mortis, played by Butch Cassidy, Dr. Marvin Knox, played by... Callers in order of appearance Mike Chinbayar, Jenny Sorello, Ellery Michelle and Matthew Kenna Editing and audio engineering by Celia Earle Music by Amira Iftikar Written by Celia Earle and Amira Iftikar
4: Maman chère